everyone, and welcome to episode 9 of the Daily Collective podcast. I am so happy to have you here. Today, I wanted to talk to you all about comfort zones. I think we all have them and all know what they are, but for the sake of extra podcasting seconds, uh, comfort zones are the places where we feel safe, secure, knowledgeable, and capable. This is for any type of work, industry, or, or life thing. And it's a nice place to be because it is, as I said, safe. But on the other hand, it's also a bad place to be because this is where we also tend to stagnate. So, like, why try something different when this is working so well? You know, it's the old adage, don't fix what ain't broken. Why go back to feeling nervous, scared, uncomfortable, and crappy when things are so nice the way they are? These are all very, very valid points. And there are times in my life where I have reveled in the joy of the comfort zone and just enjoyed my time there. But then I get this little itch to to do something different or try something new. And uh, so I make the conscious choice of stepping outside of that safe space into the great unknown. Plus, stepping out of your comfort zone more often than not leads to so many benefits and good things. Self-actualization, which is aiming for and achieving your full potential, especially creatively. Changing your mindset. It changes the way you think about how much of your skill you have into how much of the skill you can learn. Pushing you forward into experimenting with new things. It helps you to handle change and adversity. Being faced with a challenge, failing, and then trying again and again helps make you stronger. So what are we to do then? How do we step outside our comfort zone, get over the fear, and move on to growth? How far do we need to go to get into that learning curve without going too far into panic mode? The first step is to know yourself and know your limits. How far can you stretch before it gets too much? What are your personal strengths? Everyone has left us comfort zone of one kind or another in their lives, so look back at it and see what strengths did you find when you did that and how can you transfer those into this particular departure from comfort? Reframe your concept of stress. We all know stress too well. And in some cases, it's really hard to reframe it. Trust me, I'm going through a period right now that I just, wow. Um, But when you're taking steps forward into something new, you can reframe that stress. See it as something exciting. Get that adrenaline going and get excited about learning something new. Focus on that part instead of what you already know you know. But again, don't overdo it. Don't try doing it all at once or you will have overwhelmed. Trust me. You need to sit down and identify the areas of your creative art where you're more stagnant and focus on those. And then take those small steps nice and slow. Start the research phase, then maybe 
start doing the practice and then take it from there and remember not to expect perfection right away because the whole point of learning something new is, well, failing at it at first and, and kind of sucking at it, honestly. I remember the first time I tried to do studio photography, whew, which I still don't enjoy doing, but, you know, it was still great to learn lots of things that I do still apply to my work today. I was terrified about the lights and the backdrops, all the top tech talk that surrounded me, key lights and um, I don't even know, and triggers, oh my gosh. It felt so overwhelming, and of course, I backed right out of doing it. I had taken a jump from my comfort zone straight into my panic zone because I was trying to do it all at once. So, after having retreated safely back into my comfort zone, my safe space for a while, I decided maybe it was better to focus on just one element of it. And I chose to work on light, which is probably the best thing that I could have worked on because my posing still sucks and my backdrop choices aren't so great. But I decided to learn about how light works, how to modify it, and by avoiding all the technical jargon, which is my trigger for overwhelm, if people go tech talk on me, oof, I, I tune out, I can't handle it. So by avoiding the technical stuff, I got to grips with how to use it. And then when I felt how I could modify natural light and I could use natural light and I understood light, I decided to get a flash and I learned how to use it more or less effectively. Um, my next step was trying to pose and trying out new angles for a studio situation and then editing all that. So in the end, do I use artificial lighting in my work? Not very often, but sometimes I do have to use it because I live in the UK and in the winter, the days are mighty short and dark. And sometimes you just need an artificial light source. But when I do need that artificial light source, because I took those steps to learn something new and step outside my comfort zone, I, I feel fairly comfortable using it. Again, I tried to pose, I still can't pose, that is something that hasn't served me yet. I might try again. You never know. Watch this space. Another example that's um, a bit less technical and more personal comfort zone is working on my self-portraits. Um, anyone who has known me at all or followed my Instagram for a few years knows that I have grown up with a huge complex about the way I look. Um, anyone who has met me will note that I have a lazy eye, which is when one of your eyes kind of goes off on its own wonder. Um, so when I look someone straight in the eyes, one eye is looking and the other one is kind of doing its own thing. So this, of course, led to me being seriously bullied about it in elementary school 
And that created a complex um, throughout my whole life. Um, I would do my best to hide my eye. Uh, I would have the long fringe over the left side so that it would cover my eye. Um, I never looked straight in photographs. Um, but, you know, and I avoided being in front of the, the camera as much as possible because it really disturbed me. Um, but when I had the children, I wanted so much to be in pictures with them. In, and so instead of avoiding them, like I always did, hiding behind the camera, I took tiny steps. I started with my body parts, my hands, my legs, my hair. Then I moved on to, you know, my face um, from the side. And then I would face forward covering my eyes or moving my head and shaking it so you couldn't see it or closing my eyes. And nearly a year after I started taking portraits of myself, I looked at the camera straight into it with my eyes open. Whoop! <laughs> Honestly, it was a long and slow process. but. Now I feel so much more comfortable looking at the camera and I feel more comfortable just being out in the world and with my body. So, you know, it's, it's really so important not only to do things from a technical perspective creatively and learn a new skill, but also to step out of your creative zone for yourself. Um, I think probably the biggest thing that has helped me and shaped me and boosted my self-confidence and empowered me was the self-portrait work. And it was getting to the point where I could look at a camera straight on and say, this is me, it's who I am, and I'm not perfect but neither is anyone else. So with that, and with all my beautiful personal anecdotes ringing in your ears, I'm going to ask you, have you ever stepped out of your comfort zone, creatively or personally speaking? How did you do it? And how did you feel once you had achieved your goal and learned something new or done something new? Feel free to share it in the Q&A box if you're on Spotify or I would love to hear from you if you wanted to message me on Instagram or any other way that you wanted to get in touch with me or in the comments. Today's quote is by George Clooney. You learn from the mistakes you make and from mistakes other people make. The truth is, you don't learn from success. You learn from failure. See you soon! Thank you for listening to the Daily Collective Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at the Daily Collective 365 or sign up to our newsletter on the website dailycollective365.co.uk. 
You can also subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you use so you won't miss an episode. And if you'd like to follow my personal photography on Instagram, you can find me at Life is Wild and Free.